Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to the Amateur Otaku Podcast. How is everybody doing out there? I am Brandon Alvarado, the Scarlet Fan here, and I'm so excited to be back here tonight for the Amateur Otaku Livestream. Topics of the day, anime for beginners. We're going to talk about the first episode of Bleach. Yes, Bleach is back, baby. Um, I stole that from you, Isaac. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bleach is back with the first episode of the final arc of the manga, Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. We can't wait to talk about Bleach. And of course, Tatsuki Fujimoto's award-winning devil saga, Chainsaw Man, which also premiered its first episode earlier this week. If you do not want to miss any coverage of the Amateur Otaku podcast, to hear our thoughts about the greatest anime going on in fall and more, because we know we're covering Bleach, Chainsaw Man, but we're also covering Spy Family. We're also covering My Hero Academia anime and the current book manga and a lot of different shows and movies throughout the year and we have a great catalog if you want to make sure that you don't miss any episodes and are able to find our archive make sure to click on the like button make sure to subscribe to our channel and make sure you click on the bell for notifications so you don't miss any live streams you don't miss you don't miss any premieres and you don't miss anything in our archive and of course if you want to listen to us because you're on the road we're also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, where all podcasts are found. You can find the Amateur Otaku and listen to us talk about the great and variety of, play of stuff there is in the anime world. But of course, I'm not doing this alone. As you guys see, there's two other floating heads here. And these heads are important because they're my co-hosts and my friends and my fellow otakus. Isaac Wolf? I'm tired. <laughs> and the great Mike Thomas. I am also tired, but we're going to persevere. You know, Bankai season is here. <laughs> yes. Yes. I do find it interesting that Isaac has the most animated and energetic avatar of the, all three of us. And his response was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what, why. What time is it over there in Sweden anyway, man? Uh, that's uh, the wrong question. One uh, 1.50 a.m. <sighs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> man, Arc Winder is not wasting time. Peak Saw Man. I, as in peak fiction, is this, is this a knock or a praise? I need to know. You must answer this, Arc Winder. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome, guys, to the Amateur Talker Podcast. Let's start the show. And... Um, we liked, ever since we started the live streams, we figured that because the goal of this is, of course, to make conversation. Thank you, Arkwinder. We can be friends. <laughs> I mean, um, until you hear the My Hero thoughts and the, the, the Bleach thoughts. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? It's about the conversation and learning from each other and growing. So let's go ahead. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, out of nowhere, a nuclear bomb just arrived and just came in in the face of Tobey Maguire, and it's literally screaming at me that Vegeta is better than Goku. And Maguire bullies back. The, <laughs> Joan from Geek Vibes Nation is here, and I love how he disposed of Jayla's bully Maguire image as soon as we pulled them up and called it out for her. How you doing, man? 
Good. Thank you guys for having me. Welcome, Juwan. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the big show. Um, I heard you're, you're excited to talk about Bleach, man. I'm really happy you're able to join us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I love Bleach, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. 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 Now, ever since we started the live streams um, the, to do the big show, we always we thought that it was it wasn't enough to just uh, cover the the routine the routine anime and the usual conversation. The goal is to have conversations with the audience and talk about topics that are interesting and that will get people engaged into talking about how much they love anime, but also, which is actually part of the initial thesis of the show. Isaac, if you remember, uh, we actually had it written um, as the description is that our goal was to introduce anime to people that have never seen it before, but also talk anime with those that have loved it forever. So today's topic is going to be about anime for beginners. So each of us have picked from our library of memory some of the animes that mean the most to us, but also animes that actually work very well as introductory introductory paths for people that have either never ventured into anime um, or that have never really taken that art style of medium seriously. And we try to keep that list as, as what's the word I'm looking for? As diverse as possible. Because the beauty about anime, and I've always said it, is that there's so much out there. There is no way that you cannot find one that will make you happy. There's plenty that will make you mad, but you're definitely gonna find one. <laughs> <laughs> that will make you happy. Um, so everybody ready? Everybody got their topics? Everybody got their list so we can start this thing? I've got a list of about seven. I know I can only share two, but I wanted to make sure I was covered every everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. So for this for 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 the spirit of conversation and also for the audience at home that it's that is listening to us and joining into the conversation, I figure let's try if if someone let's try and keep it since everybody has multiple options the goal is to talk about the ones that are different so let's try and keep it with different genres so people can have a very nice and varied list they can take home and late and, and guys if you're if you're listening to this topic and you're writing this list down you got homework damn it no <laughs> okay um but of course let's start uh juan you're the guest uh i don't know your anime loving background but Tell us a little bit about anime, what anime means to you. And if I was someone down the street that has never seen it, what would be the one show that you would recommend for us to start with? Uh, I, I've always loved anime. Um, to me, I think, I think what kind of drew me to anime was how different it was from things like Batman the Animated Series and, and X-Men the Animated Series and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think Dragon Ball Z probably is what got a lot of us into to anime. Um, yeah. But for for me, what I would suggest, uh, if, if I'm trying to get someone into anime, is an anime that I usually never hear anyone talk about. And I, I swear, I, I think I'm the only one that actually enjoyed it. Uh, and that'd be Akame, uh, Akame Got Killed. I nice. really thought that, nice. that show covered so many uh foundations of the emotion the action it had absolutely no filler because it was only one season um and it kind of got right to it and there were so many twists and turns in that story um i personally love it and that would be one that i would suggest 
uh, for people to get into because I think, you know, it, it doesn't feed into the idea of typical animes that might have a lot of filler and hard to kind of get into. It gets right into the action. Uh, and I believe it does have a good story, too. Um, do I do my second one now? Um, I figure we go around. Everybody gives okay. one. Okay. So everybody has a little bit of a chance. But, you know, I'm glad. You, that's a great option. That's a great selection. We actually covered a comic guy kill on the channel, so we'll make sure to put the link in the description so you guys can listen to our review of it. Um, now, yeah. it, a comic kill is a good show. I think that's a good option. It's, it's short. I think it's like, what, maybe 24, 26 episodes, maybe? Yeah, right? Yeah. And and the it ends with a very particular twist. Um that the, the show actually plays with your emotions in the way it's going. So it's a well-written story. And it's funny because it's one of those shows that is, that is typical anime fare in the same, in the sense that it's super idiot funny when it wants to be, but it's super serious and deep when it wants to be. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you remember yeah. when we covered a comic got kill Isaac? It was a while. I remember that Leo from Geekly Goods doesn't like it at all, since it's an anime only, anime original ending. I remember. Is it? Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it interesting. is. Very interesting. <laughs> so, Mike, have you ever heard of that show or no? Uh, heard of it. Haven't seen it. So definitely one for me to check out. Uh, once we hit backlog season, <laughs> come winter. <laughs> Says the man that has an ever-growing list of problems. <laughs> I still need to get through Full Metal Alchemist, man. Look, you know. Death Parade, Violet Evergarden. I understand, Isaac. I understand. <laughs> so, so, Mike, since now the true reason for this topic came out, it's 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 a way of making you watch stuff, but <laughs> it, it Mike, really is. It's also a way to get a comprehensive guide to all the normies out there who may not know where to start. <laughs> normies, welcome. So, Mike, what's your first anime that you would recommend as someone that ventured into this world recently for the yeah. first time? Yeah. So I've got to cheat because I have anime zero and anime one on my list, right? And you guys already know, Anime Zero would be Avatar The Last Airbender. Because Fair. it's so Fair. anime-inspired, but it's also still Western at heart, to where I feel like it's it's the easiest gateway into the genre, into the art style, into the animation, and the, the way that the stories are structured. I feel like Avatar The Last Airbender is a perfect starting point. That said... I also hear the people yelling at me saying it's not an anime, which is why it's anime zero on the list, not the number one choice on the list. <laughs> I, I hear and, you, and, 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 you need, and you needed to make um, you needed to make a, a, a avatar, the last airbender. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, I when you drop to, it, you have to make a drop. <laughs> I, I had I had to do it. I mean, I'm literally a water tribe member right now in my avatar here. <laughs> but uh, another one, I feel like, I think one of the biggest challenges, like Juwan was saying, right, is that a lot of, especially when people think of anime, they usually think of old school anime, right? The Dragon Balls, the One Piece, the Bleach, the Naruto's, things Pink that are fiction. Like 500 to 1,000 <laughs> episodes, right? And like, yeah. that is daunting and scary, and they drag on yeah. a bit. And so I want to, if I'm to recommend something to somebody, I want to give them something short sweet and concise an easy answer is cowboy bebop right because that is a brisk 24 episode series 
Um, it's also very episodic in nature. Where you can just watch an episode and get all you need from a singular episode of Bebop. But if you stick with it, you get this incredible adult narrative in the life of Spike Spiegel, Faye Valentine, Jet Black, right? And I think that's what makes Cowboy Bebop such a strong opening anime um, for, for viewers and audiences because it's short, it's impactful, but again, it's not too too lore heavy. You don't have to try and figure out what a Sharingan, a Mangekyo Sharingan is in Naruto <laughs> to understand the lore of Cowboy Bebop. It's, we are space bounty hunters. The end, get into it and just go. Let's jam. Literally the intro says one, two, three, let's jam. That's all you need. You right. don't need anything else. That is it. <laughs> also, I, I can never say no to Cowboy Bebop. And, and I'm glad that you, it's funny that both of the shows that you mentioned are literally Western inspired one way, shape or form. Because, oh, yeah. because definitely Avatar The Last Airbender, no matter what anybody says, Ren, I don't know you that well, but you cannot deny that the roots and the inspirations of anime are there. Um, even though you can tell that the roots of the animation is American, but the style, the action, the portrayal, the, 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 the cinematography, it's all anime inspired, right? Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to Cowboy Bebop, I love it because it is an anime only show. Let's start with that. And secondly, it's Shino, Shino, Shinichiro Watanabe's inspiration also comes from what he loves about cinematic films in the West, because it's literally Western sci-fi. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, and it's very Blade Runner esque when you when you get to the yes, it. yes, yes, and it's just done so well done. The music makes it what it is, and it's just beautiful. <laughs> Did I say beautiful? I'm gonna say it again. It's beautiful, damn it. <laughs> um, you're gonna carry that weight once you're done with Bebop. Yep. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. See you around, space cowboy. Um, now, my turn, and then we go to Isaac for the first one. I. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this because I want to keep it also variety, right? I'm going to start with one of my favorite animes ever, and that's Psychopaths. And the reason I would recommend that, mainly because I'm a big nerd for sci-fi, um, and I love police procedurals. And Psychopaths scratches those two ideas those two themes those two topics and the best thing about it is is that because it's built like a procedural every episode is a different adventure yes is there an overarching story yes there is but you can look you can watch one episode of psychopaths have and, and just get lost in the world and the complexity of sybil the loss of free will um um, you know, society, society, government, and all that stuff. There's a bunch of politics and stuff like that involved. That it's it's one of those great hardcore shows that it it, it can show you. It it actually shows you how much anime can do in a mature fashion, because there's there's no there's no way where you can't imagine that this could have been a live action movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of anime that has that potential of of providing that kind of escape that you would think it's limited to, because even in, in Western animation, right, here in the States, um, it's very rare that you see an adult animated show that number one, its priorities is not comedy, and number two, it's trying to emulate high-end sci-fi like most sci-fi films like Blade Runner 
or a rival or stuff like that are trying to do, right? Psychopaths yeah. is really taking that into consideration and presenting that. And the reason it's great for it for an for a beginner is because there's like three seasons of it, but each season is like you can each season you can divide it in like 12 to 13 episode chunks. The procedural element makes it so you can watch one episode and dig it and then watch another next episode and it's a new adventure but in the same world. So it has that kind of anthology feel. So you can pick it up, leave it, go back to watch something else and come back and watch it and you're still enjoying the characters because the characters are very great and constructed as well. So that's my first recommendation, Psychopaths. Psychopaths is great. That's one of the, the shows you guys actually recommended for me to check out. And it is a blast. Yeah, I had fun with Psychopaths. Yep. Um, Isaac, what's your first recommendation? Well, I'm going to sort of do an, a Michael and a sort of high of anime zero, first and foremost. But it is anime per se, and that is the entire library of Studio Ghibli. Yes, I know it's a kind of cheating, but it's an easy way to start. You see, that, that is major cheating, because my yeah, anime zero is one, wasn't an anime. But two, yeah, you I just know. said 20 films. Start with I 20 know. movies. But... <laughs> In all seriousness... You um, should go back to Mad Dog Isaac. It's like, I will never ask it, you for recommendations. I feel that I'm leaving with the library. It's, Essentially. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I'm always Mad Dog, even uh, when I'm not calling me that. Uh, but let's uh, put uh, obvious out of the window, uh, shall we? And then it shall be interesting to see if you guys can figure out uh, my next uh, one. And the first and foremost is... Well, Mike, can you guess? Island Evergarden? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because, Can't blame you. Uh, yeah, it's an uh, emotional and well-written tale about how uh, how it is to be human. It's 12... Uh, is it 12 episodes plus two movies? If I'm... Uh, I think the first season is like 20. No, 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 no. It's uh, Violet Ever uh, Violet Evergarden isn't 20 episodes. Okay. They are shorter. Okay. Uh, I think it's around 13 or so. So, yeah. yeah including that one. is that is that including the specials? I think it's uh I now I have a brain freeze. I'm sorry for or, or that. No, no, but I agree with you. That's a great selection. It's a nice period 13 piece. episode and two uh, specials. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, epic period piece in a in a. Sorry, in, three specials, but yeah, and it's yeah, but it's a it's more of a personal story that you can uh, watch in chunks. You can uh, watch um, you can watch an episode. It, it's not uh, it's a show that you doesn't uh, do, uh, doesn't really need to watch. Uh, you can use it as a weekly show, a la what Disney Plus is doing. It's uh, yeah. short. It uh, doesn't have any overarching uh, plot more than Violet's journey of trying to restart her life, kind of deal. Yeah. And and it has a lot of very particular slice of life elements that make that genre of slice of life so so cute and and funny, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and they're very unique characters, so. That's a good pick. I mean, I think I think I feel ashamed that I didn't think that you were gonna say Violet Evergarden. <laughs> I mean, uh, but it was but it was gonna. What's gonna say? Uh, what gonna say, Mike? 
Uh, I was just going to say, like, it, it felt very obvious, especially when he said, well, guess. It's like, yeah, what is the one thing he won't shut up about? <laughs> True. Exactly. True. Uh, I, I was like... going to say I was going to say one piece, but uh, that was too obvious. That's uh, too that's, mean. that's that's OK. Peak fiction is meant to be enjoyed. That's it's not meant to avalanche and murder the audience. OK. Now, I do like Ark Winder's recommendations. Yeah, um, Death Note and One Punch Man. That's great. And I love One Punch Man because what a great um, satire of superhero um, of the superhero world and genre, right? Um, it's kind of have, it's funny because I, I just thought about Peacemaker <laughs> because it has that same kind of spirit. But of course, One Punch Man did it first. Do you and, really want to really taste it? Wigman. Um, and then you have Death Note, which is great. I think Death Note is what, like 52 episodes, maybe 30 or something? I don't remember. But you're right, it's not that long. And if, and if you like, police procedurals like I do what a great cat and mouse but also what a great psychological show Death Note is the 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 study of the meaning of justice and the different versions and angles that you can explore that topic it's it's one of those brainy animes that you just you just can't stop watching thank you 37 episodes thank you um Juwan we're back with you you get one more you can recommend one more what would you say man all right, I'm going to go with a weird one, another one that I think maybe not a lot of people have ever heard of, uh, but that's because I like weird anime. Um, uh, let me see, make sure I'm saying it right. Um, yeah, okay, I was. Black Lagoon. Yes, yes. Black Lagoon. Yes. It is probably one of, it is probably millions, but one of the more straightforward stories you can possibly get yep. in anime. Uh, it's just, literally just about pirates slash mercenaries. <laughs> like, it's in very straightforward. Day. Say it again? Yeah. No, in modern day. In modern right, day. Right, right. In yeah. modern day. Right, right. Um, and, and Revy it was a massive favorite of mine. I mean, Hell a yeah. massive favorite of mine. There was, there was nothing she could do that I, I would ever think uh, was wrong. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it handles the action very well. It starts to get a little weird towards the end. I think it deserved uh, another season. Um, but yeah, Black Lagoon, it's pretty straightforward. You know, uh, if you're coming into anime looking for just action in a, in a story that doesn't kind of go all over the place, um, this is it. And like I said, this is more more so of a very straight line. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, millions of episodes, plot that kind of changes at some point. It's just mercenaries <laughs> trying to get money, essentially. Um, so, I mean, Black Lagoon definitely would, would be my second one. I'm, I'm glad that you brought Black Lagoon because, first of all, what a phenomenal show because it's just phenomenal. Yep. And, and what, and it also can, has one of the most complex female leads in anime. Yep. Because Revy, it's, it's very fascinating. And, and it's funny because you don't start to really dig into her backstory since you're since until you're like pretty far into it. But then when you find out her backstory, how crazy and tragic it is, you just enjoy the show even more. Yep. So absolutely so, right. Well done. We also cover Black Lagoon, which is funny that you mentioned it. <laughs> um, so we'll make sure to put the link in the description for those shows that um, that we have covered that he has mentioned because it's it's great. 
We it's swear, great. guys, this podcast was not an excuse to plug old episodes. <laughs> it was not. I mean, it, we uh, we just posted our legacy episode of Black Lagoon a couple of weeks ago. Just saying. Smooth, Isaac. Very smooth. <laughs> Always. And look, we're, we're doing the right things because our Winder now is excited to watch Black Lagoon. Do it. Oh, please do. Do it. Please do. Do it. Um, Mike, we're back to you. Yeah. Second and last. Talk to us. Oh, that's tough because I have a list that can keep going all night. Um, but <laughs> this is, uh, I think, an easy call, right? It's something that we do every other week. It's Spy Family. Yes. Spy yes. Family is such an easy watch. that, And it's such a great premise. Anybody can get into it, right? We have our main character, well, one of our main characters in Lloyd Forger. And he has to go on a mission to basically save the world from impending doom. Yeah. But to do so, he has to en- he has to get a daughter, enroll her in school so we can get close to the enemy, and he has to create a fake family. The daughter is a telepath. The woman <laughs> he ends up with is an assassin, and hilarity ensues from yes. the chaos. And yes. it is just so funny. It's action-packed, too. The action's great. The characters are great. Um, but again, it, it's, it teeters that line, right? It's one of the reasons I always recommend uh, My Hero Academia, because My Hero tears the line between battle shonen and slice of life and spy family is kind of the same way where some days it skews more one way or the other which makes it accessible to somebody to to basically anybody right because it teeters the line and blurs the line of what the genre of the show actually is but you're always guaranteed to have a good time you're gonna laugh you're gonna um enjoy just the craziness the crazy world and lives of these characters and uh lloyd anya and your and it's it's just a blast all around. It's a new anime too, so there's only like currently what 14 episodes. <laughs> so I definitely think Spy Family is something anybody can get into. I'm glad that you mentioned Spy Family because not only it's it very accessible to everybody. That's one. Two, they're getting into something that's happening right now. So they can kind of get a taste of the actual present anime landscape as opposed to just getting lost in everything that happened five years ago, right? Yeah. So, so, so they can feel, because there's, certain, there's a thing about going back to old shows. You kind of feel like you're not with everybody else. So you get that kind of lonesome feel. I mean, some people can feel like that. But the fact that you can watch something that's going on right now, that you can enjoy the conversation of people presently talking about it, it, that's a great idea for Spy Family. Now, the other thing I love about Spy Family is that Spy Family has one of those qualities that the best anime, the best anime have, is that they create these absurd situations that we only enjoy because the characters are so well designed that we yeah. accept the absurd situations. You know what I mean? Like in other situations, in other contexts, even in other mediums, the absurd situations wouldn't humor us. But because of the animation, because of the presentation and the delivery, it's perfect. So, yeah, it's crazy. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's so good, guys. You can, if you guys can catch up, we're doing Spy Family next week. So, yes. there. <laughs> awesome. I got awesome. homework. And check it out. Um, I said you got to do it, Arkwinder. I mean, it's great. Uh, I'm glad you caught up with it, and I'm, and, and I'm glad you're seeing to expand it with the family. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so yeah. it's my turn, right? So, so my third 
Um, trying to keep up the variety, right? Second is as well. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I think it's the coffee. Um, I'm gonna go with Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion. And the reason I'm bringing up Code Geass, it is one of it's, it's a longer show. It's probably like around 52 episodes, but it's clearly divided in 23 episode chunks. But the reason I bring Code Geass is because. Most people that know about anime or that know about machines and robots know about Gundam. But Gundam is this ever this never-ending anthology of shows that has filled our imaginations for decades, right? Most people know Gundam because of Toonami had Gundam Wing, right? But when Toonami kicked off. But Gundam is something that it's going to take you years to get caught up or to watch a show. They tend to be very long. But what I love about Code Geass is that it's just one season. It's two. It's one show. I think it's just two seasons. It's the perfect blend of fantasy, drama, war, and politics. But also, it's an awesome mecha show. Which one of the great things in anime is the mecha genre. I mean, Gundam. It's one of the most greatest mecha known. Uh, Robotech. Um, a lot of people know about Zoids. Um, um, Gurren Lagann, um, the list goes on, but Mecha is one of those great and Messenger Z, Z. There's so many Mecha anime that are beloved by so many people. And if you want to get in a taste of a great Mecha show, Koki S. And by the way, anybody can fight me on this, but I will never let go. I am going to say this, but that intro, Colors, it's one of the best intros ever in anime, and it's from Koki S. <laughs> that's, that's great. I just, this made me laugh. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So, so oh, and, and side note, Koki S is awesome. Watch the series. The movies, and eh, you can skip. <laughs> Wait, you know, Brandon, I had a question. Yeah. You're talking about like all these mecha shows. Uh, yeah. This is my all-time favorite. But where, wh how would you classify Big O? Oh, Big O is pff, amazing. Big O, Big O is another show. Per another, another great show for beginners because it's very short. Mm -hmm. But but what makes Big O so interesting is that it's a procedural, but with mechas. <laughs> right, right. And it's right. A, and, and it's a show that again another show that's not meant to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it makes sense because the characters are so interesting and intriguing, which I guess you guys have noticed that in anime that tends to be a very particular theme, right? Things mm -hmm. that don't make sense but make sense because they're put together artfully. <laughs> yes. Well, I, that that is, and I'm I'm new to anime, not new new, but you know I, I'm new to the expanded world of anime, and to me, what I find is the anime that don't necessarily make all the sense in the world. Are some of the more entertaining ones, yes, right? Because they find a way to just be good, even though they don't yep. really make any sense story-wise. So for me, that's why I'm like a lot of anime. I don't watch for the story. I watch just because it's really cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like My Hero Academia. When we watch Mirko, we don't watch the My Hero from My Hero. Watch it for the plot. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I am a man of culture. I watch for both. <laughs> you mean both sides? Um, 
Oh, Isaac. <laughs> so Isaac, um, last one of the night, last anime that you would recommend. What's Go. your prescription, Doc? Well, first off, I was going to say Black Lagoon as my second, but that I won't been able to. But <laughs> honestly, you or Brandon is the only one that probably have heard of this show. And it's only on Crunchyroll, the Violet Evergarden is on Netflix for those that are interested. And that is ID Invaded. You remember that one? So good. It's funny. I had it on my list. I <laughs> had it on my list. It's so great. It's essentially, how should I put it? Uh, Inception meets, uh, what's the movie with uh, Tom Cruise where they can... Uh, have Minority a... Report. Thank you. It's essentially Minority Report meets Inception. And it has a lot of twists and turns that is just making you sit at the end of your seat constantly. And it's uh, a, a excellent uh, per, uh, personal uh, travel for the main character. And uh, Mike and Brandon specifically knows how I, how I am when it comes to those kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's only no. 13 episodes, so. Yeah, I think Vader is great. It is so good. I don't know, guys. These are great recommendations. You guys are eating good. People at home, you're eating good. You don't have to fight to find what to watch. Don't do not. Don't you dare let Netflix recommend something else. <laughs> We're giving you stuff here. We're giving you stuff here. Go watch it. And Arkwinder, can you stop making me laugh? I'm trying to run a show here. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We, we, um, we love we love Mirko. She, she's the best. She's the yes, best. Yes, she's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, this is a great list. So let's recap. We talked. We recommend it for you guys to watch. If you're trying to find an anime that's short, sweet, and awesome for you to watch and enjoy, we've recommended Violet Evergarden, Spy Family, Cowboy Bebop, Akame Ga Kill, Black Lagoon, Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, and psychopaths and there's plenty more id invaded also id invaded thank you isaac that's why you're here <laughs> and i'm the I... one that's tired and i'm the one keeping track of the uh, topics for shame buddy i, and I mean the last airbender <laughs> and now i can i can i throw in a bonus can I? Am I permitted? I'm asking Isaac permission. I threw in the entire Ghibli library, so there's no rules anymore. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one from the Ghibli library, and the only reason I'm recommending this one, and no, is not because I want you to cry, but the reason I'm grabbing this one is because Grave of the Fireflies. Damn it, Isaac! I'm trying to run a show here, but yes, Grave of the Fireflies. Really, really, Gra dude. Now the reason I'm recommending this, okay, is is because. <laughs> If you ever quest if you ever questioned the ability that an animated film can have into telling a deep, heartbreaking story based on real events, literally that it can be a real movie, Great for the Fireflies is that kind of tragic war based on real event story. 
it's beautiful animation. I mean, it came out in the 80s, I think it was, right? Um, but it's beautiful animation, a tight story, but also is very heartbreaking because these are things that actually happened based on things that happened okay. to real people. Um, but yeah. again, another extreme, but another corner of the never-ending corners that anime can present. That's what I love about the list that we presented, right? Because we, I feel like we checked almost all the boxes, different genres. Yep. There's something for everyone. Like Grave of the Fireflies, you heard in Isaac's voice where he's like, eh, I don't know, because it's a, it's a film that's not for everyone. But for every movie like Grave of the Fireflies, there is a show like uh, Psychopaths, or there is a show like Spy Family. There's something in every genre, every corner of anime for you to check out. And yeah, this is a really great starting point where I'm sure if you go through this list and just watch the pilot of each show we recommended, one of them is going to stick out for you. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't blame you, Ark Winder. It's, 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 it's tough. It's hard. But again, it's, it's one of those, and it's one of those films that emotionally just stays with you. So I, I don't blame you if you feel that way. Um, guys, this is awesome. Guys, you have a list. We'll make sure to put that list in the description. To those, to that list, we'll also add the the reviews that we've done on these films or this anime series. We'll put, we'll link the previous episodes that we've done on it, so you can go ahead and check those out if you want to hear our thoughts before you jump in. But there's plenty of anime there. I would even say you can find me at the Scarlet Fan 52, you can find Isaac and Emblemaniac. If you write to us, we'll give you recommendations directly. So don't worry. We got a lot of stuff. Now, guys, I don't know you guys, but I'm ready for this. Are you ready for this, Juwan? Because you know what's coming. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> Isaac, are you ready, Isaac? Now I can't sing for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the attempt. It was a strong, it was a strong go at it. <laughs> and Mike, I, I want to, and I know you're going to hang out because I know you're not a big, a, as big of a fan or you're not caught up like we are to a degree. I mean, but I know Let's you. Let's go, Trayvon. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know that you actually went ahead and watched the first episode. So um, guys, it's time. The wait is over. We have to talk about bleach the thousand year blood war the episode one has premiered this week i am so excited first episode the blood warfare came out i have a lot to say i have so much too much to say but i'm not alone in this room so juan i appreciate you joining us for the topic and joining us for bleach it's time to talk bleach juan what were your thoughts of this first episode well, it just felt good to have Bleach back. Um, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of how Bleach left the last time I had it. Um, I felt as though it confused me worse than Inception. Um, but I loved having it back. Seeing Ichigo back, seeing the crew back was so much fun. But man, was I not prepared for, for shit to go down almost immediately. <laughs> like there was yes. chaos everywhere yes um and it didn't even give me a chance to breathe like right when i thought like oh, okay they're gonna calm down from the chaos no they just kept the chaos rolling all the way to the end of the episode i am so excited to see what this season builds up 
uh, and kind of how everything shakes out because we still have a lot more characters we got to see. Uh, they showed a lot, um, but you know, there's obviously a lot more to be shown also. But man, am I here for all the chaos that this first episode uh, ensued? Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, um, I, I I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've I haven't completed my my vis, my my watch of Bleach. I think I've watched till at least half of the anime and I've read a bit of the manga, but I, I, I have watched so many videos. So I know the big battles. I know the changes. I know the big things that lead to this. I know enough about it. And I said, you know what? Bleach is coming back after a hiatus. I mean, the, the last episode of the anime came out, I think it was 2006. Yep. I think of the original run. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that it was coming back and that everybody came back, like all the voice actors and everything, um, it, 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 I had to check it out. But also the trailers were great. And uh, I, I really enjoyed this episode because as someone that, that knows at least enough of Bleach like I do, it felt like it was so welcoming, not just to the people that know Bleach, but for the people that don't know anything about Bleach. Yep. Like it, it was a, it was the perfect mix of reintroducing the characters, but also reintroducing the world. And like, there's no way that you walk away from this from the first five minutes of this episode. There's no way that you walk away not having at least a very solid idea of what this show is about. Like, it's it's actually pretty clear. And I love the fact that the animation feels nostalgic, but you can tell that it's been upgraded thanks to the new tech that we now have because Kurakura town still feels like Kurakura town. Yep. And, and I think that was the most important thing, right? Like when, when you think about things being updated in animation, you feel that you're going to, it's not going to feel like the place that you used to call home, but it felt like we just came back home. It, it was great. It was so good. Isaac, you were hyping everything bleach related before I came of back. Of course. It came um, back. Thoughts on the first episode? Well, it felt like, uh, you know the feeling uh, when you meet a close family member or friend that you haven't seen for ages and you, you finally meet them again? Uh, kind of like that and reunite? Uh, yeah. Because uh, you uh, either on a vacation or uh, or you're moving close to each other again? Yeah. Well, watching uh, Bleach like that uh, kind of uh, f- was like that for me because I love the manga and I love this show. Uh, just the first episode hit all the right spot for me and uh, it was just a perfect reintroduction in, uh, for someone that is uh, that has long waited for the first episode, so to speak. And... Uh, it just uh, made me. How should I put it? It it uh, just. Uh, how should I put it? It reaffirmed me, or should I say, it just uh, confirmed to me. It just. Uh, it made me just. Uh, how should I put it? Oh, okay, I am lost for words now. So that, uh, but. <laughs> I loved every second of it, and uh, yeah. why is your own gone? It, it's all good. I know he'll pop in as soon as he can. Um, things, yeah. technical reasons happen. It's the emotion. The hype yeah. took him away. Um, so I, I know you, you, you're not as into Bleach as us, 
Mike, but I know that you had the opportunity of watching the first episode. As someone that is distant from Bleach in comparison to us, um, what did you think about that first episode? Yeah, so I, I want to backtrack a little bit because all summer long, Isaac has been trying to get us to make sure we were prepared for the return of Bleach. <laughs> non on a daily basis, I might add. So it was yes. it was I'm, it was a long road getting here. Yes, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm probably trying to make them uh, getting ready for Bleach more than I would try to get them to watch, uh, or should I say, watch uh, have Mike watch uh, Violet Evergarden, and that that says some. I mean, yeah. I would, like, the way Isaac w was talking, I would have thought this was peak fiction, not One Piece. <laughs> He's bringing it back, <laughs> Leo. I have to. Yeah. But no, like, so I tried to get into Bleach. I tried watching the anime, couldn't get into it. I tried reading the manga, couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. This is not a franchise in that form that I feel is for me. Yeah. Um, but this was a really good episode. I will So say. good. So good. And, and like, like you said um, at the top of this conversation, Brandon, this is a very good introduction, reintroduction to the point where even though. I have no idea what the heck is going on at this point in the franchise and in the story. I was still able to follow along fairly well. Uh, there's still clearly stuff that I don't really pick up or understand, but I feel like I feel like I'm caught up enough where I can still enjoy the show as is without really yep. being caught up on on all of the events that happened throughout Bleach. Yep. Um, but yeah, like this episode was beautifully animated. I loved the uh, the characters; their interactions were great. So I feel like the writing was very strong in this episode, and it felt like like I understand where I was coming from, right? Even though I have no attachment to this franchise, it felt like it was a big deal that it returned. Like even the way the main care the main characters are reintroduced within this episode felt like it was an event. It's like when Naruto returned to Konoha at the beginning yeah. of. Shippuden, right? It's like, I didn't, I don't have the connection, but I still felt the impact that they wanted me to. And I think that just speaks to how strong of a debut this was. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you caught that because what made that possible, I think, not just because of the animation, is because they, the, the studio, I think it's, is it still studio, um, is it TV Tokyo still that's doing it, Isaac? It's the Studio Pirot, the studio behind Naruto and uh, Is that the uh, same Boruto. studio that did the original anime? Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's still... So one of the things that I love about Bleach specifically is because when it comes to the way the show is designed, one of the biggest things that made Bleach special is that Bleach is all about style. Bleach is a very stylized show. It can be when it wants to. And this, those first... Those first animes, those first um, anime openings, to me, to me, I still say that the first ep anime opening for Bleach, which is, or which is Asterisk by Orange Range, is one of the best opening themes of all time. And anybody can find me, but that's how I feel. Because it, it, it carries so much style and identity. And this episode had that. The fact that the main characters all had title cards, because why the hell not? <laughs> yeah. It added such a level of coolness and badassery. But and it also made it easy for me to remember who is who, since I'm not familiar with them, yeah. which is well done. <laughs> yes. 
Exactly. And it was, it was so powerful. It was so great. And also, I love the idea. I, don't, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if the chapter that opens up this arc is 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 was translated it was a a perfect reintroduction all that i can say um but what i'm saying is i don't know if the uh if the first chapter of this arc was this same animation that we saw but i love the fact that we actually had those two soul reapers as stand-ins for the audience um and how they're introduced to ichigo's crew the same way that we're re- reintroduced to Ishigo's crew. And like all the major stuff is there. This is Orihime. This is what she's about. This is Sado. This is what he's about. This is Uyu. This is what he's about. And here's Ichigo. Yes. And of course, because he's the main character, he has the most badass opening. And yes, he just went Bankai in the first five minutes. Because if you needed to know what Bankai is, this is what Bankai is. Like, <laughs> it Bankai? was. Bankai? It was so deliberate and so great. And um, it was very inspiring. Now, I, I love, uh, can we talk about the funniest moment in, in the episode, which of course was, I don't know who you are, but I, but I don't know your name. Ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, I, I don't care. Can you get off my bed? Not, and then suddenly out of nowhere, Ichigo just kicks his ass. <laughs> That and was awesome. That is why we love Ichigo. He that was so not, awesome. He isn't just a stereotypical shonen jump uh, character, just like uh, uh, Deku is. He is. Uh, um, he, as much as I love One Piece and Dragon Ball uh, in Naruto, he kind of sticks out as a protagonist. Um, yep. Yep. Which is just uh, like I said in the Jump Festa bit. What, uh, is it called Jump Festa, the episode we did with Leo about the, uh, the news, yeah. Yeah. Mike? Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was that was the name of the episode, Jump Festa. Yeah, I remember. It was it, it was Jump Festa last year, twenty twenty. Yeah. Yep. Twenty twenty one. Um. Now, I, I also do wanna... the music is amazing as always. I'm really happy that you brought that up because that was the one thing that sealed the deal for me. I was back in Karakura Town. I will, I like what I was seeing, but it wasn't until that song number one came on when the crew came up. Which those that know Bleach know exactly what I'm talking about. Da 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 da. Like that song is so iconic to Bleach. Like it's like it, it was so great because again, it felt like we never left. It felt like it hasn't been a hiatus. And, and that's at that time, you know that they're doing the introduction right. Now, mm-hmm. as a cinematic piece of anime, the directing and the editing on this episode is impressive. Did you catch that, Mike? Like, oh, yeah. It, it, it was impressive. And did you catch the, the mirroring towards the end? where they're mirroring the fight where the where does where ichigo versus what is it ember is that the name of the guy or ebner isaac the guy that ichigo's fighting or whatever that ichigo versus the guy from the walden reich yeah and and then 
the cap and then the Waldenreich officials against or presenting the declaration of war against the captain of the 13 courts of the Soul Society. Those two separate stories are telling the same story, which is the fact that these guys can steal bank eyes. And the fact that you can easily see those two threats going on together and mixing, that is so brilliant directing and editing. I have to applaud them. It was just great. <laughs> I, I think that's why I enjoyed this way much, way better than the original Bleach, right? It's because, again, like we were saying in the um, Anime for Beginners conversation, a lot of old school anime pacing was just completely different than it is now. But like you can feel the, the, the direction, the art direction. But like you said, the cinematography and the way that they're presenting the story, the way that they're pacing out the story, it feels like a modern interpretation of Bleach as opposed to yep. just trying to emulate the original series, which it's still, like you guys were saying, at its core, it did make you feel nostalgic for Bleach. Like, I, like once the music kicked in, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm feeling like nostalgia for a thing that I don't have nostalgia for. This is a very strange uh, <laughs> feeling, honestly. But yeah. it... Yeah, like I, I, I'm glad you you mentioned the, the parallels there because that is a great way to visualize uh, what the storytelling and kind of present it in that way. And I don't know, man, like it's just a really great first episode. Again, I don't have the connection that that you guys do to Bleach, but just sitting here from afar, I understand what you guys are feeling, the emotions that they wanted to hit. And as somebody who isn't that familiar with this world. I think they did a banger job presenting it in a digestible way. That's what, and you even mentioned, um, we were talking earlier, you mentioned that um, it was categorized as Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War, as opposed to just being like, what, season six of Bleach or, or whatever? Or seven, yeah. <laughs> or seven, yeah. yeah. And I think that's very intentional, right? Because while it is another season of Bleach, they, I think they also want to present it as something new, something separate from the original series. And it just makes it easier easier and more accessible to a new audience to discover Bleach for the first time. And they may want to go back to the original series later on. Yeah. I, I, I love the word you use there. It's very everything's very deliberate, which you can't deny that the best shows are the ones that have clear intentions and that you can feel the brushstrokes, right? As opposed to watching a show that you're like, okay, what are they trying to do? I have no idea. Like there's everything appears planned out and it feels thought out and, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Um, now, Isaac, two things story-wise that I need to discuss with you, which I found very interesting and pretty great. Um, I love that we finally are getting some type of answer and follow through on one of the topics that has been hinted at since season one of Bleach, which is which is the idea that Shinigamis and Quincy's don't get along, <laughs> right? But but the cool but what, the reason I'm mentioning this is because for the longest time, um, they've never dived they've never dived in, deep into this. Like it's, this is not something that they've gone into record stating before this i know we know that of course um Uryu's dad knew ishigo's dad and we, we like we know all those things but like we're finally dealing with that which i think is one of those things that was always left in the background 
because again, Ichigo and Uryu are always fighting because they're both hot-headed, but also because they symbolize those two sides of what a human can be, right? Either a substitute soul reaper or a Quincy. Um, but are you, are, were you, when you read this, because I know you've read it, when you read this, did it surprise you that this would, this would be the final arc? That it would be dealing with this particular topic or not necessarily because they haven't made a big deal about the rivalry between uh, the these two uh, nations or people or whatever you want to call yeah. them yeah mm-hmm. uh, so it makes sense to have the uh, have their you need to have the rivalry uh, you needed to have the rivalry being uh, addressed in some fashion more than just um, being mentioned, it yeah. uh, how should I put it? Uh, it would be like uh, you get to know that uh, Reiner, uh, Bernholt, and what's the third um, female Titans name? Um, Spoiler for Attack on Titan for those who are yeah. listening. <laughs> but I'm the double A, the double A. The double agents. Uh, yes. In, uh, yes. It's sort of like. Uh, and he just keeps the, spoiling. He just. It, it's, it's like <laughs> we're just gonna spoil Shigeki no Kyojin in a Bleach episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm biting my hand as we speak. But but yeah, but yeah, Isaac. I I I. I the, the thing I was gonna uh, uh, trying to say is. Uh, it's sort of like not addressing the rivalry between these uh, these nations. It would be like, okay, they are double agents from uh, some faraway uh, co- uh, country. Where the hell? Uh, where the heck hell is that? Why are they here? Uh, kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so when I read uh, that in the manga, it was just, oh shit. And yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I just find it fascinating that the last arc that Tite Kubo, which is the mangaka for Bleach, um, the the one arc that he used to close the show, to close the book, was something that he teased from the beginning. Which again, whether he planned it that way or not, I will never know, but still. He probably well done. It. Well done, sir. Well done. Now... I do find fascinating the fact that they're stealing Bankai's. I I I I, I want to see what that looks like. Whether no comment. That, by the way, damn it, Isaac. By the way, I did, did, did. Was I the only one freaked out with the weird face that Ebner put when he was about to try and steal Ichigo's Bankai? Like he looked like a monster. Like he was about to get a bite out of him. It's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 you know. There was a lot of crazy moments in this episode that kind of just let me like, so this is what Bleach turned into after I quit reading it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It became cannibalistic spiritual warfare. You know, every anime has humble beginnings. I just did not expect cannibal. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, guys, I'm very excited for what comes next. Now, I am going to say a bunch of great things. But I am very surprised that the great things of this episode and of this season moving forward, or at least this first core, because I believe it's four 12-episode cores, correct? 
Uh, yeah, that's that's about right. That's right. So, is is how the style is still present there? And ladies and gentlemen, but that ending sequence where we're able to literally have a recap of the entire history of the Bleach anime. Again, intentional and two, brilliant. So freaking brilliant. The style is just oozing out of the screen and I am loving every minute of it. Isaac and I, I don't know if you've played it, Mike, but Isaac and I love Persona 5. And we love Persona 5, not just because it's an amazing anime, anime game or whatever, but it's also because the style and identity of that game is so amazing. And I, I, I'm really glad that the Bleach style and feel is here to stay. And um, what do you think? Like, that B-roll of all the old ones, that was actually pretty awesome, right? <laughs> it was definitely pretty awesome you know i just i'm just kind of sitting here amazed right like we have all these new these new age animes right we have mha we have demon slayer but i think it's crazy that dragon ball one piece bleach and naruto are still alive and kicking some former fashion around here which is just like the ogs have come back and it feels like they're here to stay for a long time yep it's it's pretty it's pretty great (laughs) You know, and it also and it also kind of like accentuates how great they really are and how amazing they've really been. So, guys, um, Isaac, before we close our conversation, episode one of Bleach, um, any thoughts, any ideas? I mean, there was some story, but I think we can all agree that the big thing about the episode was the fact that Bleach said, it's Bleach. I am here. Yes, that's literally Bleach what happened. Bleach is back, baby. Yep. Um, anything else on this episode, Isaac? What can I say more than I love it? And awesome. I'm so I'm so hyped. Yes. We don't get that reaction from Isaac very often, guys. So this is a big deal. For him to big say deal. I love it, it's impressive. Yes. <laughs> you did something right, Bleach. You did something right. So guys, that was our coverage, our review, and our thoughts on the first episode of Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. As you guys know, we cover anime every single Sunday um, at 7.45 Eastern Standard Time. We cover a topic and we cover two animes. We will be covering Bleach and Chainsaw Man every two weeks. So every two weeks, we'll be covering two episodes of Bleach and two episodes of Chainsaw Man. And every two weeks, we're going to be covering My Hero Academia and Spy Family. So next Sunday, we'll be covering My Hero Academia and Spy Family. If you guys are waiting for our thoughts on Bleach, don't worry. We'll let you know on Twitter when the next coverage of Bleach is coming. Um, But we're glad that you were able to hang out with us as we talk about Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. Now, before we go on break, after our coverage of Bleach, now we're gonna go to talk about Chainsaw Man. If you have not taken the time to watch the premiere of Tatsuki Fujimoto's amazing award-winning anime. I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life, unless you really don't like gory stuff, so I forgive you. But if you're okay (laughs) with gory stuff, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So this is the moment where you can sign off and go away because I know that you haven't seen Chainsaw Man, so we'll forgive you. And whenever you have seen Chainsaw Man, you can come back and listen to our thoughts on Chainsaw Man. But guys, thank you for joining us for the topic. Thank you for joining us 
for Bleach. And we look forward to seeing you very soon next time. Make sure before you leave, you subscribe to our YouTube channel, click on the like button, and click on the bell for notifications so you enjoy and do not miss any single episode drop that we share. If you want to listen to us on the go, go to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found, you can find the Amateur Otaku Podcast. You can find Mike at... At Novice Cinephile. Everywhere. <laughs> you can find Isaac at... Tveta. And you... Am- well, Amblomaniac. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Jeez. And you can find me at the Scarlet Fan 52 on Twitter. We'll see you in a bit, guys. Which chainsaw man? We will be right. We are talking Chainsaw Man. Yes. Hey guys. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. I am Brandon Alvarado, Scarlet fan here, and I'm so excited to be back here, Amateur Talk Podcast live stream. Guys, the time has come. Mike, I, I can't hold the hype. Isaac, I really hope you don't too. So don't don't fall asleep because we're talking Chainsaw Man. It's here. It's time. Let's do this. I love the 60-second break just rejuvenated Brandon's enthusiasm. He brought the energy in that yes. reintroduction. And, yeah, yes. it, 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 it's been so long, guys, since we actually had a chance to talk. We're talking about the best anime of the year. So there's that. Oh, wow. Be happy. Be horny. Be bursting with rage. Welcome to Chainsaw Man coverage of days. Wow. Well done. But I yes. love the energy of this episode already. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, 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 uh, I have been reading the Chainsaw Man manga for almost five, uh, three, four months now. Um, I devoured the first 95 chapters in like four days because I found it so interesting and fascinating and crazy and weird. Um, and I was so excited when it came back and in the manga um, with the new characters that it introduced. But of course, when it started winning all these awards and it was announced that MAPPA, which is one of the biggest and most popular anime studios out there. I mean, guys, if you don't know what, who MAPPA is, um, Attack and Titan final season, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, and plenty, plenty, plenty more. But I think those two are enough to talk about their pedigree, right? But they're doing Chainsaw Man, this show looks beautiful, but before we break the episode, guys, can we talk about the opening? Oh, how, yeah. Uh, how uh, <laughs> oh. they pretty much uh, love to uh, reference new movies while being uh, horny. It's, uh, wow. Uh, Everything resorts back to one thing with Isaac, I swear. I mean, I mean, I mean, 
in the quote-unquote introduction with power, I don't know if you uh, noticed that, uh, that, but in <laughs> the left uh, uh, corner, in, in left corner, uh, bottom left corner, we have uh, the red-headed dominatrix uh, uh, go uh, having uh, Denji on all four, uh, walking him like a dog. So this surprised uh, <laughs> uh, talk about. <laughs> Horniness is just fitting with this thing, uh, this show in general, especially uh, go, uh, going uh, moving forward for those that read the manga. That's know, all Isaac, I'm gonna say. Isaac, can you can, can we discover the horny on our own next time? Yes, I mean it's it's it's, it's like it's like for some reason we find the playboys on the floor and you are the one that's grabbing them and just opening them up. I mean, look we at can, it. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Sweden. Give me a break. Um, no. no, I don't think I will. Now, also, those that listen to us are used to this by now, so you sh they shouldn't be. But I guess they Why? are. But <laughs> hey, so, guys, yeah, let's let's talk the intro. And I love yeah. uh, Arquinder's comment, right? Of how many movie references do we get in this intro, right? Yeah. The person just say yes, yes, all of them, all of the <laughs> all references, of them. And all like, of them. Yes, I, yes. It's, it's one of those things where you mentioned Mappa, right? Being the, the production studio that took on this project, they like I, we know the pedigree, right? We know Jujutsu Kaisen, we know Attack on Titan, but they they went in their bag for this first episode, right? Like this might be some of the best work they've ever yes. done. Yes, is impressive. It's just I'm, I'm speechless. Bro. But go ahead, guys. <laughs> no, what yeah. I've heard, uh, the CEO of MAPPA uh, literally read the first volume and said, yes, I want uh, the anime rights to everything this mangaka is doing. Uh, let's call the, call the publishers. Yeah, and so what I found brilliant, apart from the fact that it's such a very... By the way, the baseline... Like just the energy that's there, the play with the camera. Um, last week we talked about um, animation, right, and the future of animation, and I love yeah. that that Mappa has made the decision to, especially through, and you can see this in Attack on Titan, you can see this in Jujutsu Kaisen, is to do the the it use is to use the perfect blend of CG enhancements, computer graphics, and animation in a way that enhances the art, the actual mangaka art, which is the best anime animation that I can think of, right? Because, because I, like I mentioned, one of the things that I love about manga and when it's translated properly into anime is that the anime is trying to capture that signature from the mangaka, right? And when he draws these characters, when he draws the style, and you can feel that style here from the opening, and then of course throughout the show. But yeah, the 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 trick of light. Um, again, the light work in the opening is amazing. The the references to movies. Um, I never just, thought I would see an anime reference Rise of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, that was awesome. Especially in, <laughs> yes. Now now. I, I'm gonna leave a thought that I have about the opening towards the end of the episode, so I, I don't want to, I don't want to mention it now. But I love how the opening. We all know that every single anime opening and every single uh, anime ending, in one sh way, shape, or form, 
it's trying to say something about the story that we are watching or are going to watch, right? It's trying to give or just us a... spoils you straight out like Naruto. Correct. Unless is that one weird one from Shippuden that everybody's just dancing in the disco and like it's a very happy, um, which by the way is one of the best openings ever. <laughs> Fun fact: that is the only opening that doesn't feature Sasuke because he's never happy. <laughs> I hate you for being so attentive to detail. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a, I'm always full of trivia. Yes. I mean, uh, Mike is uh, is the living encyclopedia. I'm just a mad dog that's constantly horny, horny and full of puns. You should know it by now. I, I should. Um. Hey, <laughs> the fact that you have put this in the universe, you have made it possible for it to happen. So if so, it happens, it's on you. And I'm going to remember this, Arkwinder. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> no, but it, it's... it's. I, I'm glad we're spending time talking about the intro, because I don't know if you guys know this, but every single episode is going to have a different intro. Wait. Um. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it live. Um, the fuck? Yeah, so <laughs> yep. apparently... Every single episode is going to have a different intro. So we probably need to just dedicate time every time we talk this show to break down the intro because it's going to be different next week. It's going to be different the week after. So it's 12 12 episodes and each of these 12 episodes will have a different intro every single time? Every single time. Yes. And you know what's interesting? that, 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 That makes me think, apart from the fact that the way the end credits are presented in this episode is just like typical cinema fair, right? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling part of me thinks that <laughs> part of me thinks that that's the decision they made because this was the episode that they showed off at New York Comic Con. Or, or or what is it? Was it New York Comic Con? Yeah. Yeah, I think this I think because they showed it off there they you they selected that one. But it would make sense that they don't have a actual designer ending because they're dedicated at the writers, hey, you guys gotta focus on the openings because we're gonna do a different one every single one. Which again, it's very interesting. But I'm glad that you mentioned it. But the thoughts that I have, the last couple of thoughts that I have on the opening, I'll say it's where so 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 if i forget please tell me because i really want to talk about it but so to to rewind though uh art winder yes what have you done because there are now 12 well 11 chances of getting a breaking bad (laughs) reference godspeed i wouldn't have put money on that (laughs) i have a feeling that now the next poll for the next 12 for the next couple of months is going to be did we get that breaking bad one (laughs) is this the night (laughs) Yeah, Mr. White. Yeah, science. <laughs> now, it's going to happen. Now, the first thing that you see, right, is we're presented, to Den- we're presented with a dream that Denji, which is the main character, is having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he wakes up in his broken down place, right? And as he's walking to go to work, he's talking about everything that he owes because he was left with a huge debt by his father. And then he talks about everything that he sold from his body to, <laughs> to be yeah. able to pay off that debt. That is like the epitome of poverty. 
Like, because there's being, you can be poor, but not poor and in debt that you have to like give away parts of yourself just to not be killed because of the debt. That's just crazy. So from the beginning, we have these dire circumstances, right? Yes. But, but isn't it fascinating how happy-go-lucky Denji carries himself that you instantly connect with him? And that's yeah. just great. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's great. It's, it's a fantastic opening episode, right? And um, going to, to something that uh, Trayvon said in the, in the comments earlier, right? It's beautifully yeah. tragic. And I, I want to acknowledge the poll that Isaac set up here. Um, he agreed that Chainsaw Man is a horny anime slash manga. Um, we're in episode one. I don't know. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. you know. Oh, oh boy. That's I don't know how that got him uh, trapped with the the mob, but you know I don't know how OnlyFans works in that universe. <laughs> but, but yeah, I. I think this is that's what makes it such a strong opening, right? And I was talking to my sister about this because we're you watch it. You watch it with your sister. She doesn't have the guts to watch it, but she wanted to hear what it was about because she's Fair like, enough. "Why does this guy have a chainsaw for her face?" So I, I, <laughs> I talked to her about it, but I, I was telling her what makes Digi such a compelling character, right? Is because we we all know the shonen tropes, right? I want to be Hokage. I want to be king of the pirates. I want to be the strongest on earth. I want to be the number one hero. Dingy's entire motivation is I want to be able to have jam on my bread. <laughs> and it's like that just puts everything in a different perspective. Yeah. Right. It took the shonen, yeah. the shonen dreams and wants trope, the Disney princess ideals and, <laughs> and, and story beats. And it's like, yeah, this guy just wants a normal life. Uh, and not even a luxurious life. He just wants to be able to put food on the table for him and his cute little demon chainsaw dog. And it's so, so heartbreaking and tragic. But like you said, his, his optimism and his I, kind of naivete in a, in a way, because like, I don't think he realizes how bad he's got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of one of his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He he's selling everything just to just to scrape by, and it's a tragic ending when you get to the end of the episode, and he's like thrown in a dumpster into pieces, and that's why you love Pushy to sacrifice, right? When you get to that point, it's like th this somebody in the universe cared about Denji to give him a chance. We don't even know what he's gonna make of it, but just to give him a chance at a better life and to get that dream, yeah, it, it's. It's a perfect introduction because I wanted, I've waited for this uh, anime for so long. I purposely didn't read the manga to get to this point. So it felt, it felt very well earned getting such a strong first episode. Cause it's like, yeah, the holding off pay, paid off for me. I, I think it was a good decision for this to be my introduction to, to the universe and MAPPA. They just knocked it out of the park. Cause it's part animation, part CG, part CG. It's cell shaded. That, like it's that perfect blend you were talking about brandon and it's just a it's a perfect first episode in my opinion um isaac i throw it to you chainsaw man episode one introduction of denji talk to me it's uh first of all i love how people are talking about how 
how did uh, as someone that has read uh, both Chainsaw Man and now Fire Punch, it just it, it makes uh, this whole thing makes it uh, <laughs> makes it uh, how should I put it? After uh, I read the Fire Punch, after Chainsaw Man, and it 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 is a weird feeling considering this is a it's a this is a light-hearted uh, shonen in comparison. But I digress. I feel that this is a perfect introduction to a character like Denji, and like Mike is saying, and sort of like what I said with Bleach, with uh, Ichigo going back to that. Uh, say what you want about him as a character, but he is, it's refreshing uh, not seeing this stereotypical Shonen Jump uh, protagonist kind of deal. Yeah. He, is, uh, he has his uh, kind of... <laughs> he has a motivation that stands out. You can understand why yeah. uh, he... Yeah, why he wants it, and also, yeah, like our Winder uh, uh, said, the uh, the classic never give up attitude, but thrown into a cruel and unforgiving world, and yeah, just pulled the short straw in life compared to the other shonen characters. Yeah, it's sort of uh, although he's he's sort of like if. Uh, it's almost uh, like if Naruto never got gotten a, a chance whatsoever and got literally thrown at the, uh, in the streets, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not exactly the same, but you get uh, you you get my, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I love I love how Tatsuki picked that particular scenario. Right, mm-hmm. to isolate him from everything, and to allow that isolation to inform his character, because and also to kind of tell everybody else, "Hey guys, we all take everything for granted." Which I love the commentary there, right? Because it's 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 not just Denji. For him, the dream is to be able to not have to eat a plain slice of bread the dream is to have a little bit of jam he didn't even know jam was a thing for like yeah. how long it's yes. so sad yes but it also but but i like the conversation with 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 us right there's like yeah. this through line right because because it, it, it's like we can connect with him because we've never been in those dire straits but the dire straits that he's in are kind of real like you yeah. know it's it's like the worst of an actual situation that can happen not it's not like you know what i mean it's not like he was fell asleep like it wasn't like fry from Fushirama that he fell into a cryogenic chamber and slept for a thousand years right <laughs> like right. like this is something that can actually happen to someone it's a realistic scenario which is which is why i love the world of chainsaw man because it is a very grounded world it is a world with very clear rules and I love how this episode was able to explain the rules or the basics of this world very clearly. Um, there's human beings, but there's devils. And these devils exist. And they can kill you, or they can keep you alive. And if you get in one of them's good graces, you can make deals with them. And those deals have consequences. Whatever 
and all the devils are different. Because think about this. In one episode, we met three very, 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 very different devils. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which again, again, the, the, it's one of those episodes. It's only 25 minutes, but it feels like a lengthy movie that we truly capture the character, right? Which speaks of the directing, which speaks of the pacing, which speaks of the editing, right? And, but the, the, the rules are clear. And everybody fell in love with Pushida, not because it's, it, Pushida is super cute, but the introduction that Denji had to her or to, to Bushida, I don't know if it's him or her, was just so cute and so interesting. Denji is ready to die because they told him that if he doesn't come up with XYZ amount of money, they're going to kill him when his dad just died, right? Yeah. Which is, again, buddy. Talk about waking up in a well and then finding a hole that takes you to the center of the earth. It's, that, it's like that bad. And yes, a hundred percent and i love how that's this anime's quirk or trope right every single every single anime or shonen show has a quirk or a trope right has something that makes it different from the rest um and i love that this by the way can we talk about how every single anime now is about demons <laughs> for some reason like everything yeah. yeah but i love that this one is pretty unique and makes it very personal and very particular. And as the show goes on, as someone that's read the manga, um, it gets very specific and very interesting as it moves forward. Um, but I love how it was easily able to introduce all these rules and all these interactions. Um, and I love how he was able to find um, this happiness with Pushida. But yeah, just great episode, great introduction to those tropes. Now, I wanted to talk about the cinematography a little bit. That first yes. scene where Denji's walking through the forest, did you guys notice the shadow and light work where you can see the, the shadows of the leaves of the trees clearly depicted on his clothes? Yeah, the, you know, the, 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 the attention to detail and how this entire show is presented is, it's godly, honestly, in, in, in a yes. way. Because and we thought Jujutsu Kaisen looked good. Yeah. buddy buddy it, it's funny because um watching this and then going into my hero academia again love my hero academia but like there are moments where endeavor is in shadow and it's like that makes no sense because endeavor's covered in flames he should not be covered in shadow <laughs> you know fire should not be engulfed in shadow that doesn't make any sense and so seeing realistic lighting in this show is just so amazing and it's a breath of fresh air right and i think that again goes back to like you were saying that the, the animation technique that they went with to where it didn't feel like i was really watching an anime it felt like i was watching a live action show because of the way they handled the cinematography and how they handled the art style and Sometimes that works against Chainsaw Man because, like, when we get to the end fight, the CG kind of stands out a little bit more, yeah, uh, than it does in some of the the normal like standing shots, like at the beginning of the episode. But overall, like, I think they they nailed it because the the lighting, how that works, the the way his hair, <laughs> hey hey, <laughs> that's that's a bit far, man. 
<laughs> but no, like, I, I just think it all comes together to create such an amazing final product. It yeah. doesn't, and especially when you look at like the intro, right? And you see all the all the movie references, it feels like it's trying to redefine what an anime is and put it in that that high cinema echelon that Martin Scorsese wants to preserve. Yes. <laughs> I you know what? I'll allow it. We we can meme on my hero all the time. It, it it's it's a ridiculous series. It, it can handle the jokes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, it was great. It's it's the cinematography is great. Uh, I do I do agree with you, and, and the dramatic change once he becomes Chainsaw Man. Um, but I also do like the fact that that allows it to be distinct. Yeah, you know, um, they they use it as a means of the supernatural. Which again, it's oh my god. Um, okay, and I, I do find why it why this is a Chainsaw Man episode why. <laughs> You mentioned his, uh, my hero. Saying He's just looking for an excuse. <laughs> mentioning my hero had nothing to do with whatever that prompt was. Oh, boy. Now, I'm now, my dog for a reason. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that claim was true, though. <sighs> no, but so, yeah. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> but I, but I, lo- I love the... I love the the execution with how he, if we thought, and I, I love how the the show presents how bad he's getting. Like he got, he had to give. He sold a kidney. He sold an eye. He works as a devil hunter, which is a dangerous job. Um, and I love how we think that okay, his life is bad, but no, baby, this is just a bad day. <laughs> like he gets murdered by zombies. Like if we thought it could get any worse. Um, but I, I like the, I like the symbolism of blood. Like it's a symbol of life and it looks like it's going to be a theme throughout the show. The idea of blood as life, um, because blood was used to bring Poshita back to life when they met, um, blood was used to activate a, a supernatural connection between Denji in pieces and Poshita. And the fact that Poshita talks. When Poshita talks, because for the longest time we've we we're talking about <laughs> Yeah. Like for real like you you think life can't get any worse. It's like, what if we just you know, just decide to murder you, chop you up into pieces and throw you in a dumpster? The universe I... said literally the universe said, Hold my beer. Life um, comes at you fast. Or death comes at you fast, I guess. Yeah. But I love how throughout the show um, we we are presented with the fact with with another with a with the with the idea or the thesis of the show also, which is that every single person in the world always thinks that the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, everybody's always dreaming of something better or what they think will be better, right? And like Denji is just talking about dreams and talking about how great it would be for this, how great it would be for that. And everything he's doing is taking what he has. Even someone in his dire situation has to recognize that he's taking the good, the, the little good that he has, he's taking it for granted. <laughs> because, 
because there's no way that you dream of something better if you don't take what you have for granted. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you shouldn't dream for something better, right? Yeah. And and also it presents the situation, which is what leads to the final battle with the zombies, is the fact that some dreams require that you take care that you take that you remove every single obstacle in front of you mm-hmm. and the zombies or the zombie devil or those people that succumb to the zombie devil are saying we're gonna take we're gonna get everybody else out of the way so we can be happy as opposed to just trying to be happy in their own right and then denji finds out that in this world he's gonna have to do the same thing if he wants to be happy which is kind of like the idea right and and the fact that poshita is giving him what he needs to pursue that dream yeah for sure which is interesting because those that know one piece one piece is a show about dreamers every single character in one piece has a dream has a goal something that they want to achieve but of course they're not killing zombies or killing people in the mints or becoming devils because of it but there's devil fruit haha reference I, um, I thought the dreaming anime was Naruto. They have a whole song saying we are fighting dreamers. <laughs> but but I like the idea of using that that idea to push this forward. And he had to become a devil so that his dreams become are able to come true. Yeah. And that's when we see him with Makima and and all that. And I'm the only um non-manga reader in this conversation so i have no idea what comes after this point right like that was such yeah. <laughs> redheads are the best man like they're awesome they're awesome iris yeah. west come on <laughs> but yes. no yes um it, it, i'm really fascinated to see where the story goes from here right because that was a movie like like we've been saying that was a 25 minute <laughs> experience and it's like if it ended right there with Pochita sacrificing and and giving Dingy a second chance right if it ended there that is a three-act story right there we kind of got a happy ending so it's like where do we go from here that's yep. what I'm interested in yep. and that's that's why I'm going to be tuning in as soon as it drops this week uh getting into episode two now Isaac before I start closing this conversation because I do want to go back to the opening. Um, any more thoughts of things that you loved or enjoyed about the premiere of Chainsaw Man? That aren't horny thoughts. Yes. I mean, uh, the, the hornier thoughts are probably going to explode later on in the series, but uh, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know me by now, Mike. Unfortunately. I mean, do you have anything else to add to the conversation? I was just going to say that uh, I was scared to see how, uh, with how they were ha- going to handle the chainsaw, especially the with the, within the arms. And I have to say that they managed to... Uh, managed to... Uh, they made it work exponentially well. I agree. A hundred percent agree. And, and I'm going to say something. I've read the book. I've read the book. Now I do like the idea. Yes, they did. These are very active in particular 
strong darn zombies. Um, if you want to hear more zombie conversation, check out Train to Busan on the chatter after. <laughs> mic drop. Um, so I'm going to say Mike as an M-I-K-E drop. Um, that's what's going to happen Ooh. from now on. Uh, <laughs> now, what I'm going to... Uh, uh, um, so I lost my train of thought because I thought about that. That's okay. Why you get that thought back i want to ask you guys a question because again you are manga readers and i feel like we have to do this every time a new anime oh, i remember drops. what it was but go perfect the question was was this a faithful adaptation to the first chapter of chainsaw 110 percent. yes but but i'm glad that you mentioned that because you that was actually what i was gonna say not that but it was about the manga the... i enjoyed the, i enjoyed the book and i keep reading and i keep enjoying it but the life that the voice actors brought to this interpretation made that book come alive and then some. Especially Denji screaming and enjoying taking down those zombies. What's like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it, it became alive. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to keep watching Chainsaw Man. Now, you mentioned about the opening. You mentioned how it's going to be different openings every episode, which yeah. my mind is still blown and I'm trying to find my brains. Um, but the one thing about the opening that I find interesting, which I want you to think about this, Mike, as we keep watching episodes, because I might bring it back to the conversation as we discuss the openings. But okay. why the reason I love this opening and I find it very interesting is because this show gets real dark real quick very weird real quick moving forward but one of the things that never changes is who denji is in some way shape or form in terms of his demeanor and and happy-go-lucky like his his nonchalant way of looking at life right mm -hmm. and there are going to be changes to his character after the after the osmosis but this particular opening it's literally life through the eyes of Denji. Because yeah. in, in a world that is so dark and terrifying, full of devils, he's having a freaking blast. Because that's really the angle, right? Like, power is another devil person, right? Which you can kind of see with the horns or whatever. But they you see everybody else and you see them you see them all interacting but specifically denji's having a blast and if you see it if you, if you look at everything that he's doing he's kind of doing a lot of the things that he never got to do because he didn't have any money mm -hmm. so it's all the excess that he's always wanted so i love i love how i love that interpretation yeah. of the opening which is the world through denji's eyes that's what's, again, fascinating about them having different openings for each episode. And it's, it makes you wonder, like, is it going to be like that for every episode? Or it's going to be thematic to what's happening within Dingy's mind and headspace, right? Following that dream of wanting to be able to have some sense of normalcy and a normal life. I think that's, that's why I'm excited to see the intros change going forward. And I'm glad you picked up on that, right? Like it, it's a lot of 
mundane things happening within that intro. But once you understand Dingy as a character, it's like that is that's the goal. That's where he wants to be. And now he has a chance to actually pursue those dreams. I don't think you gave us high expectations, Ark Winder. I think that this is actually perfect because it is something special. Um, I'm going to ask you a question live. Are you caught up with the manga or did you just finish part one and that's it? And he'll answer in a minute. But are you talking with, about, uh, with me or are you talking with Ark, Ark Winder? Winder. Ark Winder. I know you and I are caught up. Um, but yeah, it's Chainsaw Man is something special and it's crazy. And if we, if you enjoy the craziness you're seeing now, there's a lot more to come and a lot of more interesting characters to come that will surround Denji for adventures and madness. And guys, I'm so happy that we talked Chainsaw Man, but fair enough. Don't worry. You're going to like where it's going. It's super interesting, super interesting, but guys, we've talked Chainsaw Man. This is awesome. What a phenomenal show. What a phenomenal, in particular, intro. And again, I could say this is up there as one of the best first episodes of any show. And everybody knows that I love the first episode of My Hero. Um, the first episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is up there. The first episode of Cowboy Bebop, which are legendary shows. This is definitely one of those. Um, Did you I'm just very put surprised. MHA in legendary status? I saw the sneak there. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. But but definitely, but definitely, yeah. But but definitely, yeah. Uh, this is one of the best. I would even say, as much as I loved the first episode of the new Bleach series, this, to me, is the best first episode I've seen in the whole year. Yeah. Like, it's it's just that good. And I even... Put it aside, movies. It's just something else. It's just so great. It, so great. You know, as somebody, again, who's who's the anime only between us and even in the comments with Ark Winder, I, I am impressed that they were able to, to make such a strong opening, right? Because the hype behind this show and this debut has been unmatched. I don't think I've ever seen an anime get this much attention before episode one has ever yeah. dropped. It, it's it's unreal. <laughs> and I can't wait for the dub of the show to come out because the good one of our, one of our friends of the show, one of the friends of the show, Ryan Colt Levi is playing Denji and I can't wait to see him bring the madness and the awesomeness to Denji. Shout out to our friend Ryan Colt Levi. Link um, to the interview we had with him in the description below. Yeah, we and had the we might we even get him back to talk some Chainsaw Man in the future. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hopefully he has the time because I'm pretty confident he's going to do a hell of a job. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, guys. We've talked Chainsaw Man. It's been awesome. What a great show, guys. Um, if you love what we do here at the Amateur Otaku, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you click on the like button. Make sure you click on the bell for notifications. You do not want to miss any of our week every any of our weekly anime coverage every single sunday um every two weeks we do chainsaw man and bleach and every other week we every week 
we do a different anime today today this sunday was chainsaw man and bleach next week we're coming back to my hero academia season six and we're going back to spy family we got two episodes of mha and two episodes of spy family and another topic guys we're excited for what we're covering the show is growing people are joining the conversation the amateur otaku is what we always dreamed it could be and with you guys we appreciate every single thing you guys do for us and join the conversation with us and sharing with your friends so subscribe click like click on the bell share with your friends if you want to listen to us on the go make sure you go to spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found um definitely go check us out there and very important before i forget because i almost forgot <laughs> um guys you guys can see that the show got a makeover not just in format not just in content but also in our designs and avatars and there's only one person that we can thank and is the amazing artist v shadens we got to thank her v shadens work with us for months and making these awesome designs for us this awesome new logo um i'm dressed as edward elric from full metal mike is bringing on the water tribe <laughs> from water avatar tribe. the last airbender and if anybody's seen demon slayer you know that he's representing a certain sound ninja right isaac yeah and i'm uh, as crazy as that guy so i felt it was uh, perfect Flashy. I'm just surprised he didn't go with Ringo. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know. He, uh, he's... He, is, uh, he is more, uh, he's too normal, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but yeah, V Shannon, she did a phenomenal job with everything. It's, it, it's amazing. And again, shout out to her. Michaelins, you're awesome. Thank you for being awesome, patient, and so talented, and so warm in the way you work with us. If you guys need awesome art for your show, look no further. She's awesome to work with and does an awesome job. You guys can see it every Sunday here at the Amateur Otaku Podcast. So guys, we are excited to talk more anime. We will see you next week as we continue our coverage on MHA and spy family let us know your thoughts on chainsaw man down here let us know your thoughts on bleach a thousand year blood war right here and if there's any topics that you would like us to talk about or to make the central topic of the night let us know throughout the week you can find us at amateur otaku pod if you have an idea for a topic for us let us know and, if, and we'll discuss it, and we'll pick a topic from the audience. We come up with topics all the time, but trust me, if you guys come up with an interesting topic, trust me, you'll be on the show, and we'll give you a special shout-out. So yes. we will see you next time, guys. Have it awesome. Stay awesome. Keep watching anime. Christian, thanks for stopping by. You're late, though. Have a nice night, everybody. <laughs> you can find me at ScarletFan52. Mike. Where can they find you? You can find me at NovaCinephile, youtube.com slash NovaCinephile, or on Twitter and the chatter after. We have great content coming up over there. Isaac, where can they find you, buddy? 
Well, you can. They can find me over at uh, Emblemaniac on Twitter. Uh, although I'm thinking about uh, changing it to the Mad Doc. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm just glad it wasn't anything your related because I feel like that would have been going too far. I mean, she can always step on me, but that's besides the point. Good night, everybody. <laughs> have it awesome, guys. Peace. <laughs>